Hey everyone, welcome back to Buzzing About Romance Podcast. Uh, it is me, Becky. Hi, Leah. Hi, Becky. I'm trying not to be Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm not trying to be overly awkward. I know, but it like, is me, it's, Becky. Like, it's me, Becky. You could just say hi. Hi, it's, it's Becky. Becky. It's me. It's me. It, it is me. Anyway, hi, Leah. Hi, Becky. How are um, you tonight? I'm great. Anyway, um, I'm super excited because tonight we are celebrating the end, the end of summer reading challenge. Wow. Um, okay. I'm sad to see it go though, but I know you're not. We'll get into that in all of my bingo ness. Um, okay. Do you want to, anyway, do I want to uh, what? I don't know. So how was your summer reading? Did you participate in a summer reading challenge? Maybe one held at your local library? We had over a hundred romance readers participate in the summer reading challenge that we hosted. Uh, we had giveaway prizes for 13 Mondays in a row and over 3000 bingos were entered for the grand prize. Before we get into all of that, we thought what better way to conclude our summer reading than to bring back the buzzing about romance librarians that helped us kick it all off. So welcome back to the podcast. We have Nicole and Amanda and Laura. Thanks for joining us, ladies. Thanks for having us. <laughs> See, the Sorry, awkward it spreads. No, talk. <laughs> Remember, there's no video. It's all audio. You must talk. Thank God. Yeah, we cannot hear the head shakes. <laughs> right? Or, or see the waves like I like yeah. to do. I don't know. Your jazz, your jazz, your I'm jazz hands it. have been muted. <laughs> At the end of almost every episode when we say our goodbyes, Leah waves. No, not at the end of almost at the end of every single one I wave whether there's like video or not so we do just, put videos out for our quick shots of romance for our reviews we put those over to our YouTube channel but for our regular Sunday episodes like this at the end where we're like thank you for listening happy reading see you next time or whatever talk to you next time Leo waves <laughs> it makes me happy shut up I love that you wave. Okay, ladies. So how was your summer reading? Did you read a lot of books this summer? Jump in. Yes. Whoever oh, goes yes. first. <laughs> I did. I can start. Go ahead. So I read a ton of books this summer, but um, I kind of waffled between romance and thrillers. But, but yeah, I read a lot. Try to keep me, myself up. Uh, on top of all the arcs <laughs> yeah I think we all kind of there were so the many summer. arcs <laughs> the month of July was crazy with releases there were so many good books like and it was crowded in July mm -hmm. right but I've had much better quality books in August <laughs> but not as many arcs I don't know what it was with July July was not the best month for me what about you Nicole did you get a lot of books read this summer I did. Now that I finally finished my final class of my bachelor's degree, I just read all the time and it was so good. Nice. Nice. When the academic work can yeah. stop for a minute, then you get to have fun mm -hmm. with all the good stuff. What about you, Amanda? Yeah. Did you have a good successful summer reading? I did. I was trying to keep up with the reading challenge and, and discord for, for a while. And then I realized like just how outclassed I was. And that's totally fine because I was like drowning in all of the recommendations to the point where I was like one of those like little cartoons or it's just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. But I went deep down some PNR and fantasy romance rabbit holes this summer. So it's it's been just very magical. <laughs> I mean, and some are better than others, yes, but I mean, I don't know how many books I read that were titled something about married to the faking. So, yeah, I had <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> um, I actually read a lot more monster PNR type romances this um, summer. I think TikTok had a lot of. Um, I had already read Ice Planet Barbarians. That's something I've read for a while now, but um, I did read The Minotaur, The Morning Glory. <laughs> it's so good it's Sorry, crazy town it. well then then did anyone else see katie roberts and her interactive books that she recommended off of ku they're like, like you choose, your, choose your own adventure they're choose monster your own adventure romance. romances monster romances um 
hold on, I'm going to tell you book one. It is like... Um, Laura's totally writing this down. Yep. <laughs> it was like um, in my ex-boyfriend's, trapped in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. They're in KU. Did I return it already? Oh, here it is. No, I didn't. I didn't return it yet because um, Fertile I mean, in my ex-boyfriend's Fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon part one. Oh, it's or just level one. one. Level one. Goblins, orcs, and beetlekin. What's a beetlekin? Um, it's like a I... bug alien styled monster, like a giant mutated beetle. Did you go the beetlekin route? Um, I only went the arc route the first time. Like mm. it's crazy town. It's great, but look like guys, I'll put it up on the website, but look at that fan look at that art. That's the cover. <laughs> I mean, and it's totally like choose your own adventure. You have three different options that you can go down to make your story. And there's like eight or nine of these. Anyway. Oh, I love it. It's so I just crazy. Love, love the variety and I love the bonkers stuff people come up with. It's fantastic. This one is bonkers because like, seriously, the title is Fertile in My Ex-Boyfriend's Dungeon. I, had to like, I always thought I had a good imagination, <laughs> but that like takes the cake right there. <laughs> why x like why are we going with the ex-boyfriend is kind of what i'm curious about well, all i would of a hope sudden. that my current boyfriend wasn't like trapping me in his dungeon mm. but why is she fertile too like because I mean, you know I, mean, I get that but listen i'm not sure that we're like deep diving into all of the crazy i need down. to steer away from married to the faking and just go right at bread to the faking <laughs> Yes. Um, no, Katie. So Katie Roberts is coming up in an upcoming episode in October, our Halloween episode. We are going to do all about monster romance. She sent us a spreadsheet, you guys, of monster romances to read. But it's not just like name, author, like trope. Like she breaks it down into like. Content warnings. And it's very detailed. Yes. It's. That's amazing. Violet Gaze Press. Violet like Gaze Press just put out their anthology. They just notified all the authors who made it into their monster romance anthology, and it's going to be huge. Is like that the one that authors. Katie just announced that she's a part of? She might be. I know RM Virtue is one of the co-editors. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy Town. The monster romance has been big this summer, which I kind of like because it's this quiet subgenre that we don't really talk about a ton in romance but i think the the paranormal the sci-fi the fantasy and monsters all coming a little more mainstream i like to walk in you know bookstores and see them so does anyone have any standout books that they read this summer i mean milking the minotaur was pretty (laughs) it was so good you guys it's like, I mean, that in all seriousness. No, it really is. It's really a good quality book. I agree with Amanda. It is a good story. It's got so much to do with like millennial angst. And I'm like an old millennial baby Gen Xer. And I'm just like, oh my God, I love this so much. Anyway, sorry. No, I'm a, and see, I'm a full Gen Xer. So it was like, I just giggled through the whole thing. Um, I will say there was one author on some social media, I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok, um, was talking about how a Minotaur would wear pants. Like after she read the book, that was her whole thought. Like, who cares? How do they wear pants? Why would they, they wear pants? pants? Did they not read the book? Right? There really were no pants needed. No pants required. No pants required. I mean, it is romance. <laughs> yeah, are pants ever required in romance? I mean, this is, this is true. Not always, not always needed. Okay. So standout books. What did you stand out read this summer? It can be an older, I went down a rabbit hole of two different authors throughout this summer. Uh, Julie <laughs> Salmon, she writes super angsty rock star romances. And then she has a Boston billionaire series that's intertwined with like medical. It was the summer of the slow burns in my house, but anyway. <laughs> Nicole, did you read anything stand out this summer? Uh, 
I started re-listening to Harry Potter, um, which is always fun. And then I started the, well, I continued the Candy Steiner Palm South University series to get ready for the new one of those. And those are outrageous and I love them. Those are her college series, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Anything set in college. I had like the most lame college experience. Like I never lived on campus. I was too quiet to like make a lot of friends. I think I met like three people at my giant school, but I love reading about the college experience. I I get it. In the nineties, I was kind of a dork in high school. Shocking, right? Um, (laughs) And in the early two thousands, late nineties, I loved like the American pie can't hardly wait like the popular oh, yeah. versus nerdy kid high school rom-coms mm-hmm. I loved those it made me feel I like I had a high do. school experience so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we still say you know that one time at band camp but nobody goes to band camp <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> Laura any standout books for you this summer um I have three probably that I really love totally folked by Penny Reed was awesome because you got a new character well not a new character but like more story about one of the green valley characters the sheriff finally got jackson and then um i know he's super super awesome i can't wait for the next folked book because she's awesome and then the other ones i loved were it happened one summer by um tessa bailey was a fisherman and a like yeah that was her uh um Shit's Creek inspired. Shit's Creek inspired. Uh, I've never watched that because I'm not a TV girl. So I've literally never watched a single episode, but I really liked the book. <laughs> but I, I would probably like it if I sat down and watched it. And then the other one was The Heart Principle, which was romance, but also like super, um, like kind of not dark, but like it was a lot more serious than a lot of romance books. I don't know. It had a good romance story to it, but also had like dealt with some other topics and it was really well written. I thought that's Very the one good. that came out today, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the heart yes. principle 831. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. We're recording on Tuesday, the 31st, but it's on my Kindle. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I, I almost bought it earlier today. I love Helen. And then I decided I, I spent too much money and I had to wait. I hate when that happens and you can't buy more books. Yeah. New months like I got a piercing earlier today and I was like, that was $92. I didn't originally plan to spend. So Mm. fine. Hate it when that happens. Yep. (laughs) Um, Amanda, any standout books for you this summer? Um, I have a couple of couple series actually. Um, new to me authors. Um, Raven Kennedy did does this whole series on the Midas myth retelling. And it was, it was shockingly amazing. And I say shockingly because it starts out with like some Stockholm syndrome stuff that you kind of work, have to work through that the author like really puts you to work um, to get into, to get past. And her content warnings are great on her website. So if you're interested in retellings at all, that's it. That's an amazing series. And I am so mad <laughs> that like the next book isn't out. I'm on a cliffhanger and I hate that so much. That's the worst. Um, the worst. So it is. You know, and like Carissa Broadbent is another new to me author. Um, I think she's new, pretty new period. Um, she put out, she's got the series called like Daughter, uh, War of the Lost Hearts. I want to say it's the name of the series. And it is phenomenal. Like the strongest, most amazing female characters I've read in a long time. I fangirled all over her on Twitter, <laughs> just like started following her and then slid into those DMs. I'm like, you're amazing. <laughs> I want to be just like you. And she's got like the, her third book is supposed to be coming out hopefully this year. So I think that's new to me and also like something I'm anticipating, like anticipating. just greatly anticipating. <laughs> yes. I get it. I get it. So uh, Laura, Nicole, any new authors for you this summer? Um, I tried Katie Robert with the Neon Gods and I loved her. And now like, I just love watching her on Instagram too. She's awesome. And then I also went and slid right into the Ruby Dixon and read the um, Ice Planet in one evening. And my husband's like, what are you reading? I'm like, don't you worry about that. It's really good. I was like, what am I reading? I'm loving it. It's great. So, so wild. Loved it. I had someone send me a message. Oh my gosh, it was early in the ice planet phase. And they're like, do you know the planet is called not Hoth? And I was like, 
yes. And they're like, is that because they want, she wants you to know that it's like Hoth, but not Hoth. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like, yes, it's a star Wars reference without being a star Wars reference. Cause she's being like a, a star Wars reference. <laughs> She's an amazing author. <laughs> She's like such a nerd girl. Like she just is. And so she early on, I think there's an article out there, a blog post she wrote. She talks about early on how she wanted to write what it would be like to live on Hoth, but you can't call it Hoth, but you want everyone to know what Hoth is like. Like, so she just decided to call it not Hoth and it was supposed to change. She was supposed to rename it before book one released, but she did not. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't. I love that it's not Hoth. <laughs> Did I ever see something on Twitter or something that she, her book, the, I, the whole series is being re-released by Berkeley? It is. Berkeley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Berkeley wow. bought her books um, for distribution. And um, there are rumors, nothing has been confirmed, that one of the, um, one of the studios is in talk to turn it into a a series for one of the streaming services oh my god i would totally watch that let's get oh some male casting started here shall we <laughs> yes yes well okay so Who i mean looks I, good in blue i spent too much time on tiktok but did you see the one there was a lady who painted her husband blue like fan arted her husband and made him do a tiktok as one of the ice planet barbarians i'll find it and share it with you guys because it was so funny like <laughs> i was awesome. dying I'm like if i asked my husband to paint himself blue i'm pretty sure he would like guys a keeper <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah uh, my husband the dirty look <laughs> right or the like are you drunk did you do drugs <laughs> fall down and hit your head none of those um nicole did you answer that any new authors for you um i started the megan quinn brentwood boys series and i hadn't read anything by her so i think i've read two of them so far and there are baseball romances so i'm enjoying them good i have a love-hate relationship with megan quinn i want to love her books but they're like good but like i you know not like dying to get the next one like Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is about the hockey romance authors i'm just like give me every one of them i need them yes um i think that for professional athletes she kind of actually writes like a little bit of a beta male Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily fit the persona that we give professional athletes also i just like the alpha male it's just a, I'm into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. I'm realizing as I read these, I go, hmm, okay, sure. Yeah, like I need a little That's more. Something I didn't want to else. analyze further. Yeah, I have a thing for the antihero, but I totally didn't marry the bad boy. Like I married the good, good, good guy. <laughs> There's no stern brunch daddy. No stern brunch. Um, I mean, seriously, I fell down, Serena. Ackroyd. I read Filthy, which was free for a while, but she's also in Kindle Unlimited and it's Irish Mafia. And they're all like age gap, anti-hero, damaged hero. Not slow burns. Not slow burns. Like they get put out percentages like 12%, which is fantastic. <laughs> That's my new thing because I've decided Spice is completely... To say this is a steamy or sexy book, it is arbitrary. And because people give it the title all the time, say, oh, I write sexy, steamy romances. And then you read their book and it fades to black. But but it might be for them, sexy and steamy, but it is not for us. No. So we've put out percentage. (laughs) Now we've gone to put out percentage. The first time there are sexual relations on the page, that is the put out percentage. Maybe that was my main complaint too about the locker room is they have that whole, there's like a bet they have of who's going to give in first to like actually do anything. And I was mm-hmm. like, I have never felt this sexually frustrated by sexually frustrated people in a book. And I was like, <laughs> just irritated. Yeah. And then like, you get to like the end and then it's like eight stuff. years later. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, I know yeah, that, that was, was the, the worst. worst. 
that was oh my the worst of her books. I, like I really didn't like that book and I like Megan Quinn a lot but that yeah, book was terrible I actually like circled that part like nine times and sent it to the person who recommended it to me and I was like what do you mean what is this <laughs> how cool. dare you yeah you should have warned a person who knew it's like ending a book on a cliffhanger or not telling me yeah rude <laughs> Leah made me read a book earlier this year. Oh, shut up. 97%. 97%. I didn't know that was going to happen. We don't have to talk about it. 97%. I'm still bitter. Yeah, but you have a lot of room to talk because you have sent me down multiple rabbit holes this year. I have. I really have. And well, I'm still bitter about the one. The one. Does anyone here read Maya Banks, her KGI series? It's romantic suspense. They're traditional published, but they're super sexy, steamy romantic so suspense. Good. So good. And it's a family that owns a security force, special ops kind of thing and each book is a different brother or member of their security force and the family themselves are like six children six boys and then there's an adopted daughter and there's 14 books out right now right no 12 11 11 11 11. 11 books book 12 has i've had book 12 on pre-order i actually pre-ordered on barnes and noble three years ago (laughs) But the no, author has been ill. She's been ill, so it's not like she's just taking a, a break. Like she has a a valid reason for not yeah. like getting this book out there. But the she, worst part is, it's not the book that we want. It's it's not the character. Every we really want the little adopted sister's book, yes. and book twelve is not her book. So we've read all eleven books, and I have read these years ago, and. Leah just read them this and they summer. Are very, they are very, very, very good. Yeah. Like you should read these books. Like and their library should. system and Hoopla, I think, has audio on them. So I mean, they should be easy accessible. You shouldn't have to pay seven or eight ninety nine because I think they're Penguin Random House. So I think they're like you know. But you will but- get to book eleven, and there's a tease in there that is just so darn good. But but Rusty is not book twelve she's not and I get very very upset about it she does and then the other author that I sent her down a rabbit hole on is Renna Morgan has anyone read Renna Morgan her Mena Haven I mean Nicole you will like this one because it's not mafia but mafia it's found family and anti every single one of them is an anti-hero like they walk Mm -hmm. and they're so alpha like oh they're alpha ridiculous alpha awesome perfect and um they're just really great it's this found family and they run a series of businesses and it's how they come together and support each other and several of the women within the book have non-traditional feminine roles like i think it's book two she's a mechanic that restores um old vehicles mm-hmm. or is that book th- it's i think that's book two. no it's book two because it's um Gabe and Zeke. Yeah. So, um, but several of the women have non, you know, typical female um, roles. uh, Well, they're not like, they have some, like they are more natural bodies too. Like it's not stick figure, like tiny women, like they're normal, normal figured. And then she has a spinoff from there that is a New Orleans mafia bravada styled romance that's very good and i sent leah down that rabbit hole and she's still a little bitter about that one not bitter about that one because at least those ones are done yeah somewhat like well, she's, she's going coming back. out with more she's going which back is fine. To the i'm okay with that but but the other one like we may never get it because we don't know what's happening because she's sick like and i get that and i understand that but but i just i need a book i get but, it I get it. I tried really hard to find new authors all summer. Or if somebody re- recommended a book, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this book. Cause I had never read Mickey Miller before. Mm-hmm. And I read him in June. Um, and then he came to August drunk book club and I like his stories, but there is a clear difference between how descriptive women are and how men write. Like mm-hmm. he has a very straightforward styling. 
to his romances, which I don't know if I love or if I hate, but I read them. I kind of like it though, because like, you like he's a guy, like, you know, he's a guy writing as a guy, like, and even, but he gives us the female perspective, but it, it works. Like, yes, it's different and he's not as flowery as like some women writers, but I feel like there are some women writers who write very similarly to him. Yeah. It's a tough word to get out. That was hard. Words are hard. Um, so in exciting things, Amanda, you released your debut novel this summer. I sure did. So tell us a little bit about the role. Um, so the role came out on August 10th and it was very, very exciting for me. It's a Hollywood romance. It's a little bit emo, a little bit angsty, and just like a whole kind of huge amount of escapist fun. It's the first book, too, in a series and about uh, about three brothers. And um, one of them, whom is introduced in the book, uh, Maddie, the youngest brother, who's a professional soccer player. Thank you, Amy Dawes, for <laughs> inspiring me with the Harris brothers a little bit. And um, anyway, probably the coolest thing for, for me about this whole experience is, I mean, it is, it's published by a small press called Totally Bound, and they do a really good job with things like graphics for the book and some, some marketing stuff that focuses on, it's kind of interesting, their core audience is really more into the ero- erotic romance, and I wouldn't, well, I would say we're talking steamy here. It's steamy, it's, but it, it's certainly not. It doesn't hit the erotica notes, so to speak. So it's now kind wait. of fun being. The Twitter cool. account, it bangs. It says it, your yeah, book bangs. Bang. Amanda got bangs. a huge shout out on Twitter that it bangs. I was very excited to see that it bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fully support on page banging. And um, just not to say that Fade to Black or clean or sweet romance, whatever, however you want to call it, is is not a great great and grand thing. It's just not what I necessarily prefer to read or, or to write. So yeah, it's been it's been cool though. They're they're a really good press. They've been really they're really kind to their authors and stuff. And I contra they just contracted book two for me. Nice. And so that'll be coming out in the spring. And I think like honestly the coolest thing about the whole experience has been chatting with reviewers and having them go, is Maddie coming next? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and he is coming hard. <laughs> so nice. It was, you'll have readers like Becky be like, so I need this book. Can you finish it for me in two days? <laughs> I, I really love Maddie. He was like the greatest thing I've, I think I've ever, like, he was just so much fun t- to write. And I just read through the manuscript again because I'm about to get edits. And I've forgotten what I'd written. And I was like, oh, you charming little playboy, playboy man child with a man bun. I love you so much. Um, so I'm excited for him. But yeah, I'm really proud of the role. I'm proud of my writing and the fact that it, that it came out and that people seem to be, it's resonating and people like it. So that's making, you know, that makes me happy. Well, congratulations. We, um, it is on my Kindle. I just need to... <laughs> put some time out there and I told Leah I was like you think I can get it done today I got three chapters in before a nap called my name so um I'm very excited for you and um thank you we're very proud that you are part of our little podcast I'm like look we got an author Leah we do (laughs) yeah I can't believe it happened it's it's been very very surreal my mom is like can you come to my book club Nice. You don't really read romance, but you know, I you love to read your book. I know. So I get to hang out with a bunch of 70 year olds and talk smut. So I'm excited. That's fantastic. I love I that. That's awesome. I, know, I love like, it. Do when... you guys want to talk romance or, or what? And she's like, yeah, we want to learn. Like, oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe not read the book. And she's like, <laughs> Amanda, we've all read 50 Shades, you know. <laughs> Just, I lost it. That's funny. Yes um but it's exciting I love it when uh there's an author that shows pictures her dad reads every one of her books um and I was like I think that's amazing I love that I love that you know the parents take an interest um I got my start in romance from my mom so it was um that was never a thing for me and now I'm making my child read it but she only reads queer romance so (laughs) she doesn't like straight romance she's an odd bug keeper though 
good thing there's a huge amount of awesome queer romance coming out. She of is. Area, so. Well, and Leah's best friend, Roan Parrish, Parrish. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl child, is obsessed with her stories. So that's she loves them all. So anyway, um, okay. So let's talk the rest of 2021. We've got September, October, November, December. What books? So because close to the end. I know, right? Four months. Um, and we'll bring the librarians back at the end of December. They're going to come back and chat with us about what the year of 2021 reading-wise looked like and what we can expect in 2022. But for now, what books are we anticipating for the last four months of the year? Anybody? I just We just gave them their homework today, so... <laughs> Um, September. Do I really need my list? No, Leah. Okay, Oct- August. I said to Leah at the end of June or end of July. I said, Leah, I need August's anticipated read list to put up on our website because we do that every month, right? Thirty-eight books. I had like, pared it down. I pared it down. <laughs> I had fifty-two, oh, I was like, and I pared it down. Anyway. Just get so excited. But so for That's me, it. Penny Reed is starting another new series. It's the Homecoming Kings. And I don't know who they are or where they're from because it's kind of vague and like all the blurbs, but I'm Green super Valley, right? excited. I think, I don't know if it is. Let me click on it. Hold on a second. It might be. I think it is. She was supposed to put it out last year, but then she waited until this year. Yeah, it doesn't say where they are, but I'm very excited. It's called The Three Kings. Yeah. And book one is Homecoming King. And what month um, month does that come out? That is December. So as long as everything like stays smooth, like it'll be December. Um, And then Natasha Madison is going back to her hockey series. And hopefully she makes up for freaking Nico. um, Because, I mean, we can't end on that. That guy's such a douche nugget. He's such a douche nugget. And then um, Avery has her series coming out. Poor Avery Flynn. She has struggled to get with, these released. They but have, I'm they, so excited for them. They had a June release, then an August release, and now they're at the end of September. So, um, Laura, what do you have in September? Anything? Um, let's see. Forest for the Trees is a new Green Valley, like, smarty pants romance mm-hmm. new series that are, they're starting and i believe it's like um men and women in like roles like uh what did they say like, like the life. women the woman is the forest ranger in yeah. the first book yeah so it's oh, and it's nice. by kilby blades i think she's new to smarty pants romance so she I is love, yes yeah i, I have actually never people. heard of her so i'm excited to try yeah. <laughs> that's how i try a lot of my new authors is through smarty pants romance. yeah I, I know they won't steer me wrong. I've always been excited for them. And then the other one is The Beard in Hiding, with which is Penny Reed again. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's in October. Yeah. But it's Jennifer. It's the banana cake queen's mom. Yeah, Diane. Isn't it Diane? Diane Donner. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one of the bad boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be so He's good. So good. <laughs> Nicole, would you have anything in September? You know, I think all of the things I'm looking forward to actually all veer right into fantasy. That's okay. Like Stephanie Garber's new one, Once Upon a Broken Heart. Um, yeah. C.S. Bacat's new book, Dark Rise. Jennifer Armitrout is going back to her, but it's a new series, The Shad- A Shadow in the Embers. It's yeah. book one, but it's still the same world. But it's new characters, I guess. So I think fantasy, I think we're going to see a huge push in fantasy. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, well, there's a lot of good, like, fairy tale retellings and, like, mythology ones coming out. Like, mm-hmm. I love Rumpelstiltskin, and there are, like, three different Rumpelstiltskin books that are have either come out or are coming out still, like there's, Ghostbun there's a, just came out. I saw it recently where there's a whole anthology that's going to be all fairy tale retellings but it's, mm-hmm. I think it's like 13 or 14 different stories, but I, mm-hmm. I don't remember where I saw it. Um, what, it, what's the author who wrote the star touched queen? Mm-hmm. She has like the, 
Why can I not think of her name right now? I don't know. I don't know. Um, hold on, let me look. Roshani Chosky has a new one that's all like fairy tale stuff that I think is called like Once Upon. Uh... Okay, well, hold on. Before I lie to you and give you the wrong title, let me just. <laughs> Oh, it the, it is Roshani, uh, is the Star Touch Queen. Um, <clears throat> well, and K.A. Lindy is doing a like fantasy type series. She right does. Now too. It's her Shadow House of Shadows that she, oops, um, pushes back into, and then um, Lexi Ryan just had a fantasy YA book. Yep, these Hollow Vows, mm -hmm. I think, is what it was called. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard good things about that one. Mm -hmm. I just think there's I mean, uh, and Tracy Wolf is going so. back into her her fantasy series like Crave, and I think there's a book four coming out later this oh, year. Oh, there's now. a book four and a book five. Oh, is there? Oh, that is a rabbit hole I have just dug myself straight <laughs> into and cannot get out of. I've never read her I fantasy stuff, but I have read her contemporary romance stuff that she has written she has a football series and she has a um billionaire ethan frost that came out on the heels of 50 shades of gray and it's crazy town but if you're going to read it check your content and trigger warnings because mm -hmm. it is some crazy town <laughs> stuff but it is three books that are super steamy super sexy and if you like some angst and drama it's got that in it too always um, Amanda, Always. what are you looking, anything October, September you're looking forward to? Uh, September, I've got a couple. Um, a Lot Like Adios is finally coming out by Alexis Daria. Yeah. Uh, it's a sequel oh, to yes. um, You Had Me at Hola, which is um, it's a celeb romance. And God, could those covers be any better, too? Oh, God, they're the most beautiful. <sighs> I mean, I am not an illustrated cover fan at all, really, but those are just like, those two are just works of art. Mm -hmm. And I'm in love with that because it's another, it's one of the female main characters from um, You Had Me at Ola's, uh, one of her best friends, or is it her cousin? I can't remember. But yeah, her cousin. I just love it because it's, you know, it's cool. I, I wrote a celeb normie romance and I love me. I love me those. Um, yeah. The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. I was also coming oh, out. Yes. I had, so arc, I had an arc from NetGalley on that one. It is so good. So I very good. It, I read the fanfic <laughs> before that, that it was before now. And I'm just really, really curious to see what that the edits transition. did. Yeah. I mean, it, I just, it, it's great. She's an, ama she's an amazing author. And I followed her work in, the, in that kind of in that fandom for a while. So I'm excited to see that. And then also in September, Riley Gates Press has an anthology coming out. It's Friends to Lovers. It's one of my favorite tropes. Um, I've actually got one in there, and I'm excited about that for my own reasons. But <laughs> there's there's some super awesome authors that I'm in there with, and it's just like I'm I'm shocked and awed to be in in a, in the same like between their covers with them. That's awesome. Uh, Sienna or Sierra Simone has Saint coming out. Jay Kenner is going back to her Stark security um, grouping in September. October, Jay Salmon has Dr. Scandalous. That's a new Boston billionaire. She can write an alpha male, just in case anyone's wondering what my thoughts were on that, Leah. <laughs> Nikki Sloan is going back to her Filthy Rich Americans. Has anybody read that series? The mm -hmm. Invitation or Initiation? That one comes out in October, The Temptation. Yeah, it's book five in that series. Um, the first three books are a trilogy, and then book four is the dad's book, and book this will be book five. It's the brother. Um, but if you like Katie Roberts, you will, this filthy American, the filthy rich Americans, you will absolutely love. Um, but it's crazy town. Complete and utter crazy town <laughs> um Sawyer Bennett is taking us back to the Arizona Vengeance in October with Rig Riggs mm -hmm. Riggs. Riggs and Lexi Ryan is taking us back to Jackson Harbor uh 
with uh, that series. If you haven't read it, it's a family bre- family owned brewery up in Michigan. Um, that's a really good small town romance. I love it. Um, November. Anybody's got anything standing out in November for them? Yeah. Oh, there's, if you like Sierra Simone and you like, um, if, if you're into if in any way, shape or possible, uh, bad boys of historical romance, there's the anthology, the, the rakes. The, yeah. There was the yes. Duke. I'd like to F. And this is the rakes. This I is would the like rakes to. I'd like to. And yeah. oh my God, like those Dukes lived like rent free in my mind all spring. Um, Yes. In very good ways. But so I am I am really jazzed about about the rakes coming out. Um so our we have a historical arm to the podcast, Corset and Crown, with Duchess Katie and Lady Sadie. And they um they did an interview early last spring with Nicola Davidson. And um so they have been anticipating this, I think, since May. Like since May, they've been saying there's going to be another one. I'm like, you guys, it's not even listed yet. It doesn't exist. And they're like, no, we know it's going to be another one. So it announced, I think last week that it was coming and they were all like, look, I'm like, okay, yeah, people it, are. The author lineup is just is bonkers. If, you, if you're into historicals, Joanna Shoup's in it. Adriana Herrera is doing it again. Um Nicola Davidson is doing it again. Sierra Simone. Yeah. Um, God, I can't even remember how many other. Um, it's just Eva Lee. Yep. Yeah, it's some good ones. Uh, we also have So Sweeper by Amy Dawes. This is the Secret Harris Brother. I've not read this series, but. Um, so good. So good. Everyone is very excited for that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what else do we have? Uh Melissa Foster goes back to her Steel Island with Maybe We Should. Anybody else got anything in November? I feel um, like we're like Denise hockey Williams. romance. Well, but it's, oh, yeah. I feel like we're still like trickling. Like, I don't feel like we're getting a lot of, we don't know a lot yet. But they're just starting to like, because yeah. November's kind of far out and they're not, they're not teasing us quite yet. Because I feel like Sawyer has one. No, hers is October. It's not November. Hers is October, and she's going back to her Jameson security force in December. Mm. I think Cat Mazira has one or two coming out. I just saw a new cover for, it was something Peyton, but it, I'm not, I don't remember the release date, but it sounded quite good. Um, let's see here. Uh, does anyone read Debbie Perry? Oops, go ahead. Denise Williams, her her follow-up. Yeah, Denise Williams, The Fastest Way to Fall. I'm looking forward to that one. I don't think I've read that one. Um, Devney Perry is starting a new series end of November, or end of October, beginning of November, called The Edens. Yes. What? Was the Tin Gypsy with the release of the Queen today? Was that the end of the Tin Gypsy series? That was the last of the Tin Gypsy series, yeah. And so she's going to this new Eden series. She teased it. Um, There was like a prequel in an anthology a couple months ago um, to tease like Mm -hmm. this town and the family and stuff like that. But yeah, it comes out October 26th as of right now. October is going to be a big month because it is. You, you said the fastest way to fall by Denise Williams. Amanda, you brought that one up, right? Yeah. yeah it comes out at the beginning cool. of November. I love that cover. Yeah. It's an illustrated cover. It's, but it gives lots of Olivia Dade feels to it because mm-hmm. it's a full bodied heroine. She falls for her trainer. Correct. Yep. Interesting. Olivia Dade has one coming out. It's the follow-up to spoiler alert that comes out in October. Mm-hmm. all also. the feels i think all, yeah. the, feels. all the feels yeah yeah and then yeah. sarah desai has her new one in november the singles table oh yes 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 i love that cover too that cover uh, i know also i love a wedding romance like i love them yeah so good Ooh. um well matched by jen deluca i'm intrigued by the cover alone because he's wearing a kilt mm-hmm. he's- Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what that one is about. 
Um, any other books you guys are anticipating for the rest of 2021? Nope. Okay, I mean, I, I have go all, just all my Christmas, all ones. my suspense books. Yeah, I should mention. If you like queer romance, I'm super excited for our friend Roan Parrish. Lights mm -hmm. on Knock Bridge is coming out as a Harlequin special edition. Um, it is the first queer romance that Harlequin is putting in one of their special edition lines. And it goes on sale at the end of September and will be available in grocery stores and Walmarts and Targets everywhere. So, which That's is huge. Awesome. They've never done oh, that. And I have... I have a final one. It's for Christmas. Yeah. What is uh, it? Marie Lipscomb put out a Dirty Santa romance, and nice. it is nice. going. You can if you if you want to read it. She's got arcs. I think arcs are available. I right do you like so. a Dirty Santa? I mean, it is involves pepperminty things, so strongly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. Uh -huh. Before I forget, there is yeah. also the Jewish holiday romance that comes out in September. Matzah ball. Where she, yeah, matzah ball, where she loves Christmas. I cannot yes. wait to read that. Um, I actually did an advanced copy on that one, and I loved it. I loved I it. Wait. It's very enemies to lovers, so if you like enemies to lovers, um, it is, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it actually, it was really interesting because the author who writes it herself suffers from a chronic illness and she and she's also it's written own voice she's a jewish author herself who loves christmas and so it kind of was a little reflective of herself but the main character also has a chronic illness and it was just really well done well voiced um so i do Love recommend it. that one it was very i just good. got a print arc so i can't wait to read that looks so good Excellent. Okay, so to finish up this time, we're going to do one of our buzzing about romance conversation questions, number 28. Okay, so it's kind of a two-parter. Do you like a playlist of music from an author with a book, or do you prefer to give a book your own playlist or anthem? What are our thoughts on playlists and books? Because it seems to be coming more and more popular with authors, um, putting a playlist to their books or do you just music and books? It's just not your gig. It's okay too. I don't, I don't need a playlist. I like to make my own, like in my head, like I want to do it myself, but I get why they do it. So. Yeah. Uh, Laura, what about you? Playlist? Um, do you like a playlist? Do you make your own or music is just I'm fine? Just not, I, I'm just not like a big music, music person. I don't know. I'm, I'm just always reading and listening to audiobooks. I don't listen to a lot of music. I don't know if that's don't, don't hate me. <laughs> so no, I don't know. I, no I guess, I guess, uh, I would like them to give it to me because then I won't have to think about it so much. And then I can experience it alongside the book. I don't think I'd be good at creating my own. Cause I just don't know that enough about music. <laughs> that's part of my problem is I don't listen to anything. I don't listen to a lot of mainstream music. So like a lot of the songs that they like talk, like have in the playlist, I don't know who these people are. Mm -hmm. That's been my problem. Like, like, I, don't... I listen to a lot of like post-hardcore metal. And so I'm like, I, if it's on the radio, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We listen to a lot of banjo music, which is <laughs> a lot of show tunes in Broadway. And I haven't had an author yet, like give me a playlist of Broadway musical songs. They should. <laughs> Right. Okay. There's your goal, Amanda, for your next uh, Hollywood your next norm. Broadway. 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 Work Broadway. It's, yeah. And heavy metal. And heavy metal. If I can marry those two. Like, I, blend it all together. I would love that. That'd be, That'd be awesome. That would be so good. And my dedication to Nicole. <laughs> um, Amanda, do you like a playlist or do you prefer to give a book your own playlist or anthem or music in you just I don't know I guess I I like to make my own playlists I guess it's music music is kind of a big thing for me so if I make it it's funny because I've made playlists for for my books and like I don't I just for me they're not they're just kind of evocative um and they were inspiring to me as I as I was writing like it made me feel like made me feel the same feelings that I got when I when I wrote them um, yeah. but I don't know that they'd make sense to anybody else. So, mm -hmm. you know, like if people want to listen to them, cool. They're on my Spotify, but like, 
eh, you make your own. And if you can marry the post-hardcore metal to, to the role, I, I want that song just as a wreck. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. Challenge out there now. Mm -hmm. um, if you're reading mm -hmm. the role and you like hardcore um, rock and you can figure out a song that anthems for that, let us know. We want to know these things. Um, I tell you, I, I'm not a huge mu music person. Obviously, I'm a Broadway person. That's like my kids didn't really know mainstream music for a very long time because we listened to show tunes and that's just the way it went. Um, so I the first book that I ever paid attention to a playlist was a Katie Evans book. And um, it really did make the experience for that book a little more emotional, um, but it's not something um, I think about often. So I always end up saving them and I never go listen to them ever. No, That's but I have them all saved. I even like I'll save them on Spotify or I'll bookmark them. Haven't listened to a single one. That's fair. It's a thought that counts. Yep. I had these grand ideas that I would and then I never do. Then you never do. That's fair. It happens. Um, well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, librarians, for joining us. Um, we will have you back in December to chat the end of the year with us. Um, we appreciate you giving your time and joining us here on the podcast. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much for coming Thanks back. For having us. Thank you. <laughs> Embracing our chaos. Um, okay, so... That was a really awkward goodbye to the librarians, but I do adore them. I do too. And honestly, if we don't have an awkward intro and an awkward goodbye somewhere or both, like it just is not us. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm kind of changing this up on you and I'm throwing you a curveball from left field. So this time in our romantic buzz, we're actually going to talk about the Chad guy that's going on around over on TikTok right now. Have you seen these? I haven't seen these. Okay, so there's this guy okay. who made a TikTok. Um, everybody's calling him Chad, but I think his name is Todd. Um, but we'll just go with Chad, okay. who basically wants to know why girls read, quote unquote, smut, because they're never the girls that put out and the books are just stupid. What? Yeah, yeah. So like Chad sounds like a giant douche nugget. Yeah, so every romance book talker, every romance author that is over on TikTok, he turned off his duets and stitches on his video that he initially made. So they're all like recordings of the video out there. Um, and I'll link some on our in the on the shelf show notes. But it's so it brings me to the point of we're again in a situation where sub subpar dude named Chad cannot handle women owning their sexuality, reading what they enjoy and trying to devalue, I devalue oh, what in we the fact that like, read. maybe they just said no to him because he's a douche nugget. Right. But I mean, we as romance readers take so much crap for what we read. You know, how often are we told it's not real literature. I mean, authors are put down that are romance authors, that they're not really writing real books. Like, Well, and they're writing mummy porn or some stupid thing like that. It's like, there's a lot of work that these authors put into their books. Like they pour their heart and soul into these books. It might not be like what you like to read, but why put it down? Like, who cares if you don't like it? Like, well, maybe you like to read comic books, Chad. Right. Am I putting down your comic books? No, because there are some darn good comics out there that people put a lot of work into. Chad probably still lives in his mom's basement is all I'm saying. Um, no, it's just I'm really kind of over this fight. Like yeah. there is value in these books. First of all, this is a female dominated dominated industry the romance it's novels a billion dollar industry at that right. so this is a woman for women by women industry mm -hmm. let's give it the due that it deserves and you know we talked about this on our what the trope episode the romance novel genre makes more money than mystery 
and uh, like three other genres together. Yeah. So I think it's time that people really just shut their holes and leave romance alone and give it the respect and the value that it deserves. I agree. But honestly, like I've read, I've read a lot of books. I've read some really shitty books in other genres. I've read some not so good books in romance. Like you, like, it doesn't matter what type of book you're reading. There are going to be good books and they're going to be not good books. Like maybe other people really love that book, but it doesn't matter. Like if you like people need, that's the thing they need to just shut up. Like if you don't like it, that's great, but who cares? Like don't put something down just because you don't get it or you don't like it. Right. Don't be a Chad. Don't be a Chad Chad and try to take away the value and the amazingness that is the romance genre. Because so, you know, as we've had the last 18 months, almost two years of COVID bullshit, um, we have been stuck at home. And Mm -hmm. for a lot of us, romance has provided us a way to escape, you know, as we've been home with our kids and our lives are changing romance has provided us a community i look at just like for just the fans of the podcast you know everyone that we have met over the last two years year and a half Mm -hmm. that is part of our community i would be lost without you know all of the listeners you know i had a message made some amazing friends through this like you got you got a co-player out of it I did get a co-player out of it and not just my co-player though, but like we have like made some wonderful friends because of this romance community, because we all have this common interest where we like to talk about what we read and want to talk about what we read. But I mean, you and I do not live in the same state. Like all of the people that, a lot of the people that we have met in the past two years are all over the country. Yeah. But we all have this common denominator and we, but it's not all we talk about. That's the thing. Like we have met some amazing people, but we don't sit there and talk books all the time. Like we've got to talk about our kids in our lives. Like I think about the journey that we've walked. I think about the journey we're walking with one of our listeners as she and her spouse um, are in an infertility struggle. Or I think Mm -hmm. about, Um, another one of our listeners who is expecting and we all get to celebrate that with them Um, Mm -hmm. and the authors the friendship authors that we've made the authors that um, you know that are sharing their process and telling us their stories that come to drunk book club and do all those things and it just at the end of the day this community is amazing and so Chad shut your hole and leave romance alone yeah that's where I'm at okay Summer reading challenge has now come to a close. It, it is has. over. It is done. It has. And while Becky, <laughs> Becky likes to pretend she doesn't like it. She has enjoyed all the craziness. Like I have. Granted, granted not tallying the bingos every month, every week, but that's a moot point. But watching the chaos that has ensued when people are trying to get these bingo cards finished or watching like, Lindsay and Gretchen try and navigate like if I read this one book how do how I many cross squares? off this square this square like how many squares can I get on all nine of my cards from this one book well and today we're recording this on 8 31 so today we had chaos because someone said that they turned in all their bingos Hannah did it turned in all her bingos and was worried she had sent them in too late and there was like three messages direct messages is it too late can i still get my bingos in there's there was there's still plenty of time at this point but as this episode airs summer reading has come to an end it has been exciting to see people find new tropes new subgenres, um mm-hmm. and new authors i know that some of our you know favorite authors have been shared through this challenge and they have made new fans so that's exciting mm-hmm. well um, and I've read a lot of like, I found so many new authors and not necessarily tropes or genres because I was pretty well-rounded on that, but like just, excuse me, a lot of new author names for, I wouldn't have come across them if it wasn't for summer reading. Yeah. 
So we did announce the winner live on our happy hour event that aired on Thursday, September 2nd. You can go back right now and watch it on our YouTube channel to see who won Summer Reading Challenge. Um, so September Drunk Book Club is coming September 19th. It is. And we are going to talk hockey to me by Kelly Jamison. We're reading that. Um, so Kelly Jamison is going to come and hang out with us and talk about hockey romances. Yes. And I do have signed paperbacks to give away. Um, they will actually be book plated, assigned book plates to put in copies of the book because shipping from Canada, from Canada, <laughs> shipping from Canada is stupid. Um, it's expensive, but if you're interested in joining, you can find details on our website or just join our Patreon and we'll give you all the details. Um, and especially because I think Drunk Book Club in October is going to also be as phenomenal as Kelly Jamison. So mm -hmm. stick around. Um, so if you're, if you're listening to this. Crazy day. Yeah. Crazy you, day. This episode drops on September 5th. So the next day. So if you're listening to us on Sunday, September the 5th, on Monday, September the 6th, we have eight hours of romance with 14 romance authors. Mm -hmm. so, Leah, give eight. us the lineup. So we have Mariah Enkinman, Eve Casey, Samantha Beck, Ophelia Martinez, Avery Parrish, my friend Avery Parrish, oh, Avery sorry. Flynn, Avery Flynn, and then my friend Ron <laughs> Parrish. They, they'll forgive us. They will. Ser Serena Aykroyd, Gina Azee, Sienna Snow, Zio Axelrod, Molly McLean, Jay Salmon, Piper Rain, and we are rounding out the night with Jiffy Kate. Yep. Um, hosting it with me will be Carolina, podcast contributor. So um, that will be exciting. Tell everyone about our new segment, which is new for you. You didn't even know this was coming. I did not know this is coming. So new segment coming in October, send us your romance book questions. Any and all are fair game. Are you looking for a trope recommendation? Want to know our thoughts on a book or a series? Once a month, Becky and I will answer your questions on the podcast. So you can email us those questions at bookcase or no to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. This sounds like fun, right? You know, we get asked, I mean, the podcast gets asked quite often about like, hey, I need a book rec that's friends to lovers that like oddly specific tropes or stuff like that. But then I get other questions like, well, I really like Olivia Dade. What other authors should I be reading? Um, so we want to answer those on the podcast because you might be having some of the same questions that other people are. So seriously, send us your questions. And once a month, Lee and I will do our best to answer one or two of them as time allows. Uh, so mm -hmm. what are you reading this weekend, Leah? Um, well, in prep for a quick shot that got voted on in our um, Instagram, like stories, head to head, small town romances, I am going through the Lexi Bryan Boys of Jackson Harbor <laughs> series, because book six won, and I have only read book one. So I must read two, three, four, and five before I can read book six. It's such a good series. You also have to read Dirty by Kylie Scott because I know, that, but that's on hold at the library, so I can't read it yet. That book came across like I put that book up for vote, and every time it won like by 91%. And I was like, So yeah. we just took it out and it just won by default. Yeah, yeah it's just it's gonna get but a there quick was, shot by itself. But there were some it was a close call for some of them. It was. Some of them were just one or two votes, one way mm -hmm. or the other. Um, I am reading Wild Rebel by Lauren Page. This is book one in her Wild Trilogy. Book three comes out at the end of September. So I'm gearing up to read the rest of this mm. trilogy. Um, give us so, our notable releases. Okay, so September 7th, we have Code Named Tiara by Sawyer Bennett, which I'm excited for that one. It's good. Then we have Portrait of a Scotsman by Evie Dunmore, King of Eon, which is the final book in her series. I'm so excited for this. Um, by Anna Hackett, Jerk It by Lanny Lynn Vale, Southern Sunshine by Natasha Madison. 
and those are all coming out September 7th. And I think all but one of those are practice that I have. <laughs> um, well, Portrait of Scotsman by Evie Dunmore, that came to us from The Lady and the Duchess. Mm, They're wow. currently reading that right now. So, oh. Anyway. And then September 9th, we have Perfect Secret by Molly McLean, Late Harvest by Delta James, Vow of Justice by Emma Renshaw, and then Encore, Book Four in the Famous Series by Eden Finley. And is that one male male? That is a male male. Mm -hmm. And it is, I think it's a Hollywood norm romance. I think and it is be. one that both Demi and Heather have recommended. Mm -hmm. Well, Heather times. has been down that male male like she's really yeah. into those lately That's so okay. what's next up so next time we are chatting with author sawyer bennett but mm -hmm. not hockey i'm sure we'll get into a little hockey chat with her but we are going to really talk to her about writing this security forces of romance so the jameson security force codename tiara comes out september 7th i believe mm -hmm. that is book six or seven in her codename jameson security force series I don't know because it, I like I think book wise it might be six but with the novella it might change it to seven but yeah so yeah. and we all know that I am super super picky about um suspense romantic suspense and security force and hers has a little bit of everything it's like hackers bodyguards you know it's a nice uh, blend yeah, undercover ops and stuff like that. So it's, and it's uh, Sawyer. So and it's Sawyer I mean, Bennett. It's... We're fans. We feature her we quite a bit on the podcast, but she is she's so good at what she writes. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to chat with her about um, security forces. So that's what we got. Um, that's what we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time, or we'll talk to you next happy, time. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.